hey everyone, I'm back. Before I begin, I want to thank you for all of your beautiful reviews on the podcast. As you might know, I took off the month of July. We spent some quality time as a family visiting some beautiful countries and making some great memories that I know I'll cherish for so long. We really had fun. So when I got back from our trip, I was checking my emails and I received the most gracious review from one of you. And it came at such a good time. You know, sometimes you just question if you're adding value to someone's life or if you're even making an ounce of difference from the podcast. And at those times, it means so much to hear a positive word or two that came at a perfect time. So thank you. I appreciate you listening and taking the time out to write reviews and share the podcast with others. It really helps the podcast reach more people. But more importantly, it's so meaningful. And I thank you for your gracious and kind words. Okay. Let's move to the second part of this. The first part, How to Stop Making Assumptions, episode 25, was part one. And if you haven't listened to that, it really does go hand in hand with this topic. So I suggest you stop this episode, go listen to that one, and then come back to this one. It will flow nicely together. Now we're going to get into how to not take things personally. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. This is so easy to do. We all do it. We're human. We take things too personally. We might misinterpret what someone does or doesn't do, what they say or how they say it. We try to fill in those blanks, as we talked about in part one, or we misinterpret someone's words. It just happens a lot. This is especially common now with texting. Do you know what I mean? It's so different than actually hearing things in person. Sometimes it just comes across so differently. A lot of times taking things personally might make us get defensive or feel insecure or frustrated or offended. We definitely don't want this to happen, right? So that's why it's really important to work on this because personalizing something, especially when it's incorrectly taken, it doesn't feel great and it's really giving power to someone else to dictate how we should feel. Think about that. Before we begin to talk about the things that we can do to not take things personally, I want to add an important point here. Anytime we hear something and we take it personally, a lot of times it can come as a comment made in an effort to give advice or feedback. It could be in relationships or in the workplace or at school activities, anything really. When that comment is made and you begin to feel bad or defensive or try to make up all the excuses of why it isn't true or why it's not valid or whatever the case, try to do this. And I know it isn't easy. Stop and ask yourself, is there any part of that that could be true? Is there anything I can grab out of that that will help me improve? Oh, I know this is a hard one. But it is super powerful because what it's doing is it's dismissing the immediate emotion and really you're hearing something that could benefit you. Let's take a quick example. 
If someone says your presentation was very good, but you spoke too fast and it was hard to understand you, you could immediately feel defensive and dismiss it and thinking, oh, she always has negative things to say or whatever, whatever your comment might be. But you could also stop and think, hmm, could that be true? Do I have a tendency to speak faster when I'm presenting? Maybe I should slow down in my next presentation. So instead of taking that personally or being overly sensitive about it, stopping to think if, there, if there's any value in it, that will only make you better. Or what about this example? You've been really stressed at work and every night you just come home and you're a ball of knots. You feel like you're so on edge. It's been like this for about a month. But then your spouse sits you down one night and says that they feel like you keep attacking them all the time and you're nagging them all the time. You just think they're being sensitive and then it's their problem and not yours and the whole thing can actually snowball. But maybe your spouse is actually right. Maybe if you take a step back, could you be more on the attack or you know nagging more because you're stressed at work? This is the key really, to stop before you say anything Give yourself some time to reflect on the comment, think about the message that you're given, and ask if there is anything true in there. Now, sometimes a comment or situation might be so negative, it's hard to think about it like that at that moment, for sure. And maybe there isn't even an ounce of truth in it, and the person is way off, and that's fine. But at least you've given it the time and the thought. Okay, let's get into it. There are five techniques that will really help you not take things so personally. Number one, be careful who you listen to and what things you are really believing. You know the people in your life that love you, who want the best for you, they're happy for you, all of that. But there are other people in your life that will try to minimize your accomplishments or bring you down or constantly try to make you feel inferior. Unfortunately, these people might be around you in your work environment or at your activities or even some people like they're your friends and then they're really not your friends. (laughs) That's really sad. But a lot of times people can do things very subtly and they're hurtful. This is when you have to be really careful because you can subconsciously start believing these negative things that are said. And these subtle negative comments get you second guessing yourself. Or maybe it's coming in a different form where people who are close to you don't support you or they don't believe in what you're doing. That can really derail your efforts. In these cases, you need to surround yourself with the people who really support you and build you up and want the best for you. Listen to those positive things that they're saying about you and ignore the rest. You know what you're doing. You know where you're going and what you're working on, whatever the situation. So if you care more about what others think than what you think yourself, you're wasting your energy. Don't let the feeling you feel from others and what they think impact what you're doing to move you forward. Moving on to number two, remember to continue to work on your confidence. Keep it strong. A lot of times we take things personally if we feel insecure in an area or even insecure as a person. Insecure people are more affected by other people's comments, reactions, and feedback. It's crucial you are working on you constantly, continually working on yourself. What makes you feel confident? Write down those accomplishments, keep reframing your thoughts, all of the things that help you feel more confident. Confidence is like a muscle. We have to keep working on it and building it. And if you want to listen to the episodes, if you missed those on how to build more confidence, there's episode two and I believe episode 18. 
Those have really good tips to help you build confidence. Being more confident in yourself will allow you to filter things more effectively. What things you know that you really need to take to heart and then what things you can just let go. Number three, be mindful of your thought process and don't be afraid to ask for clarification or talk about it. Many times we just need clarity on a situation or we want to know what someone really means. So if something happened or someone said something that started to really bother you or made you feel bad, first, take a look at how you're seeing it. Going over it in your mind, thinking, you know, is this really what I feel it is? Or could, could I really be a lot more sensitive right now for some reason? Is this hitting wrong because of something else? If you look at it and process it through and then it still bothers you, then you need to speak up. Ask for clarification or share with that person how you're feeling about what happened. And often this confusion gets cleared up just by communicating. And then we might be totally taking things the wrong way in the first place. It's always the best to get the answers or clarifications directly from the source. So I have an example here and I think we can all relate to this, I think. Say you're driving in the car with your spouse. Nothing happened prior to the car ride, but your spouse is driving and looking super serious and not talking. You ask them a question and they answer with a one word answer. Hmm, okay. You ask another question, same thing. Fine, good, whatever the one word answers are. And now you're starting to think, wow, what's wrong with them? Are they mad at me? It's similar to the making assumption things we talked about in part one, right? So here, you're going to just ask why. Hey, why are you quiet? It's just that simple. It's asking. It's clarifying. Is everything okay? Clarifying what happens or what the situation is nine times out of 10, they're working on a whole different problem in their mind and it has nothing to do with you. Everything's just fine. Okay, number four, give it time. And is there a reason why? This is similar to how we started talking about the example of one person being stressed at work when we said that earlier. If a statement is made by someone and you feel like you were just attacked, this is where you would stop and you would reflect and first ask, is there a reason why this is being said? Is there a reason that this statement or situation is hitting me harder right now than usual? Let's take another easy example. You get home and your husband or wife is short and crabby and before you start thinking it's you or it's something that you did, what about this? Maybe they're just hungry. (laughs) You get the point here. Give yourself a minute. Give yourself some time and think, could there be another reason why they just said this or why they did that? And then a lot of times you can remove yourself from that situation or try to give it time to just dissolve and see if they're like that after dinner. (laughs) A lot of times that resolves a lot of stuff, right? (laughs) Okay, moving on to number five, the last one, set your boundaries. Unfortunately, some people can just be overly critical or judgmental for no good reason. Or sarcasm, which, oh, it's so not my favorite. And I just feel like sarcasm can really be hurtful. If you have some people in your life who might push the limit on some of these comments, and then you often feel bad after you're with them, then this is it. It's up to you to set some boundaries. If you have a sister or a brother that comes over all the time and constantly makes fun of your decorating or continuously makes snide comments about fill in the blank, 
that boundary needs to be set. Either you let them know and speak up that those comments are starting to bother you or aren't helpful and, you know, hurting your relationship or set the boundary for yourself of how much time do you really want to spend with that person or how much time you want to sit and listen when they start in with those comments, that kind of thing. If it's a coworker, this is different, a coworker who's overly critical or overly negative, then the boundary that you need to set is how much interaction do you want to have with that person in order for you to not take his or her criticism so personally. Boundaries give you bright lines for situations. I I love bright lines, actually. You are in control and you anticipate that when it starts to feel negative or when you start to feel bad at their comments or whatever the situation, you stick to your boundaries. You have those bright lines that you set for yourself in those situations. So no matter what people say or do, remember there's so much more to the equation. It's most likely not about you. It's so much more about the person and what they're experiencing at that moment or what their view of the world is at that time. Stop internalizing things that might not have anything to do with you. Let's do a quick recap. Remember, the first thing I wanted to share was to stop and ask yourself, is there any part of this true? Is there anything that I can grab out of this that will help me improve? Super important. So the five techniques were one, be careful who you listen to and what things you are believing. Number two, remember to continue to work on your confidence. Keep it strong. Number three, be mindful of your thought process and don't be afraid to ask for clarification or talk about it. Number four, give it time. Is there a reason why? And number five, set your boundaries. Before we conclude, I'm so excited. Next week, I have another guest who will be sharing with you about mindset. She is just a wonderful human and she's so gifted and has so much goodness to share. I I love her so much. I can't wait for you to hear from her. So we'll look forward to that. And I just wanna end by saying this. I want you to remember your ability to stay calm and give yourself some time and not overreact is really going to help you not to take things personally. Try some of the techniques that we talked about today. I guarantee if you try them and you really use them, you'll feel lighter. You will feel more calm and you will truly have the power to not take things the wrong way and to feel the way that you want to feel. It's a big difference. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.